Hello, hello. Is this thing on? Haha, <laughs> yes! Hello, everyone! I'm back! And welcome to another episode of... <laughs> that intro does not get old. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so, friends, it's been about, I believe, four months since I have recorded anything. Uh, I did take a pretty long hiatus, but I think it was all for the best. One, China's internet sucks. And two, we need a VPN. And because the government decides to rule everything, our VPN has not been working very well. But aside from that, that's not a reason for me not to post. Um, the main topic of this episode is going to be about adjusting abroad. And maybe not even adjusting abroad, but even maybe adjusting to a new place, a new city, a new home. Being surrounded by completely new people and a completely new lifestyle and a completely new everything. Uh, I believe that's part of culture shock, but in my previous episodes, we have talked more about what it's like in a culture. For those of you tuning in for the first time, I live in China and I have lived here for almost nine months now. Uh, when I first started this podcast, I spoke a lot about the mental health issues uh, slash improvements that we can all work on while we're in culture shock because I know part of adapting to a new society is also feeling lonely and feeling quite distressed. We've also talked about in this podcast about how great and full of opportunities culture shock can be uh, moving not just in a new country but even moving to a new city in your own country and moving to a new town uh, moving to a new environment all those things can be part of culture shock and I think that at the end of the day no one can really mentally prepare you as much as you'd hope because everyone's journey is so different and that is why now I am here and I have returned because I feel like I have a purpose now I think that throughout these four months where I haven't been posting or producing really anything, it's because I wasn't inspired. I was locked in my own mind thinking that I have really nothing to inspire people with, nothing to share. But I think that maybe now I feel different about it because I'm in a much better place. And I want to share with you that throughout these four months, it has just been constant growing. Throughout these nine months since I've lived here, I now speak a little more Chinese. Not anywhere near fluency, but I definitely can have a conversation with someone and I can get by and make it known that I live here. I can also negotiate. <laughs> I can negotiate prices and haggle really well. I feel like I can give directions now and I can just move around so much easier but i think that's just such an extreme culture shock compared to moving somewhere else within your country where everyone can kind of speak the sim the same language as you speak aside from that i think that it was interesting for me to learn how to adapt to different people i think the ironic part of it all is that i haven't had a lot of problem adapting to the culture in china in fact i think it's actually going to make my experience going back home a little weird because everyone here is just on the go and so quick and so fast and you know the technology here is so much more advanced than the united states um 
I might be restricted in some foods and some items and I might have to wait forever to watch the latest movie. But those are things that you can kind of compensate if it means that I no longer have to have cash or credit cards because everything is used with Alipay or WeChat, right? So they just scan my phone and I move on with my day. I love the fact that in the city that I live in, the public transportation is spectacular. And although I do miss driving, it is something that is safer and that I have gotten used to. What I have found to be the hardest is adapting to people who are from my same type of culture and, you know, just people who might not be, but that's the least of it. I work with American people and I work with South African people and British people. And it embottles me how different our personalities can be. I think that in Chinese culture and in uh, Eastern culture, the personalities that you come across on are very modest and very poised and people who really don't share their emotions just because they really aren't brought up to. Versus in Western culture, we definitely want to voice our opinions and we want to be heard and we want to be able to learn how to communicate effectively whether we are right or not. And I think that's the irony of it all that I have learned how to listen more. I have learned how to respect people's ideas more. I've learned how to perhaps learn to agree to disagree. But at the end of the day, I also feel like I've learned how to be able to communicate with just about anyone about anything if you approach it in a good manner. I think that sometimes we are not aware of how we come off and it's important to consistently reflect on how did I react to this? How did I respond to this? Did I listen? Did I say what I wanted to say? Did I speak with purpose? Did I speak without purpose? This has all been through trial and error. I think that you can't possibly understand how you're coming off as unless someone says it to you or you ask those questions and i only say do i speak with purpose and do i not speak with purpose because i am the type of person who likes communicating effectively and i want to be able to communicate with anyone no matter what background you come from what religion you come from what ethnicity etc i think that that's a really important skill especially the more you travel anywhere you travel and I think that I started realizing how important this skill is when I got a visit from my family. And I think that in the beginning of this journey, uh, in previous episodes, I would speak about how um, your mental health would be affected by loneliness and about um, just breaking old habits because old habits die hard. And now... I am continuing to improve my habits and I'm consistently reevaluating how I want to approach things and what I want for myself, but I believe that I am more present. And I think that sometimes we can get very lost if we don't focus on what our purpose is. Sometimes we don't even really have a purpose. I don't think I had a purpose for a very long time, maybe if not the past six months. It's not until now that I've realized that, hey, you know, like I I think I have a pretty cool voice and I think I have a lot of cool ideas and I live in a time where I have access to so many different applications where I can share my ideas. And, you know, the biggest fear I think people have is whether you're going to get rejected or not. And that's just normal. 
either you learn how to take feedback or you don't but it's fine you know you're gonna have your haters and you're gonna have people who follow you and that's what it is a lot of people sometimes are willing to give up i think my message is to spread that i don't want people to give up i want people to to look at themselves and be like yes i can fucking do this i can i can be anything i want to be and it's funny because i actually told my students that i i was teaching them what does your mom do and the answer is like my mom is a businesswoman my mom is a nurse whatever so one of my students says i don't want to be a nurse i want to be a pilot uh and i said okay you can do that and so she said yeah but my mom says it's for guys only so then i said well i grew up in a country where you can be anything you want to be so if you want to be a pilot you can do it why not and i don't think she really understood what i meant because although she is smart her english is just not quite there but she kind of just nodded her head and i forgot that we do come from a country where we can do anything we want to do and we can be anything we want to be and we are just so blessed and we are so full of insight because we are such a diverse country so coming to a country where there is only asian people with a minority of white black and hispanic how is it possible that they somehow have that right and we don't although they might not have that entitlement or that opportunity to share what they want because it's just not part of their culture they still aspire and they still respect and they still have honor versus when i think of western culture i don't think we have those things i think we do have just more entitlement and more i want i want i want i'm not quite sure where i'm going with this i think it's important to not forget where you come from and i think it's important to also accept change i don't think i would have been able to change as much as i have had it not been the trials that i've been through these past months i've learned how to cook for myself i've learned how to defend for myself in chinese when a guy is trying to charge me 200 rmb for a 30 kwai ride like just because i look foreign doesn't mean you get to charge me more and those are some maybe types of discrimination that i go through but i don't really acknowledge as discrimination because it's just part of their culture i think culture shock is so different than what i think it may have been when i moved here when i first started the podcast i thought hey i'm gonna tell people everything i think is different from america because that's really the only place i know about what i have learned is that culture shock is not a shock at all culture shock is more of like how are you going to deal with the culture you're in when my family came to visit me my uncle was telling me about a protest that was happening in guatemala about how they were trying to legalize abortion and that guatemala the people don't want that they want abortion to be illegal now if you would have asked me this about five years ago if not maybe a year ago i would have said well yeah you should do that because abortion should be legal like it's a woman's right it's a woman's decision but now being here in china you have to look at your location guatemala is a predominantly catholic society 
it is against their God and their religion to do that. So why wouldn't it be acceptable? And why would you want to change that for them? It seems as if almost, even though we grew up in an individualist society, we would expect the rest of the world to be like that. But unfortunately, it's not like that. Having to live in China, I have to cooperate with a lot of things I disagree with. I have to be careful with what I say and what I do and how I do it because I have no rights here. I have no ability to defend myself like I do in America because I am a foreigner. And although I have a working visa and I have permission to be here, I still have to be a tip-top citizen because it is a privilege to be here, right? So... I went from judging other cultures and judging other people because of how different they were to now respecting them and acknowledging that their ideas are different and that sometimes you just can't change people. I think that it's important for us to realize that sometimes a discussion is what matters. The fact that we're talking about it, if not arguing about it. There is no need to argue about people because you were, you're not going to change someone's ideas or someone's ways of being just because you want it to be that way. You have to remember that we, are, we were all brought up in so many different ways and that we all go through so many different emotions and things during the day that how can it be possible that what I feel is what you want to feel, right? I used to believe that I wasn't very empathetic. I used to believe that I couldn't really relate to people unless I've been through something they've been through and now I feel indifferent I think that now because of the culture shock I've experienced I cannot only empathize and sympathize but I I can just be a listener I can just focus on what the person is saying and respond with a don't worry it'll be okay I came into this country realizing that I don't want people to give me advice because I didn't ask for it but sometimes it's that unwanted advice that helps us out the most. And I was brought up to only accept advice from people who really know me. But sometimes it's the way that you present yourself and that way that strangers perceive you that make you realize, fuck, I was doing that wrong because you don't even know me. So obviously something I may have done was not okay. Or maybe it was okay and you didn't expect it. It may be going around in circles at this point, but I've just had a lot of different ideas throughout this whole podcast. And I've been thinking a lot about what I wanted to touch on, but I can't find a specific topic to talk about, not in this episode. I think that although I'm feeling a lot more inspired and I want to share my ideas with you all, I have to continue to reevaluate what my message is. So... I hope that I have touched base on some things that maybe you have been going through or might go through. Maybe you're considering moving to a completely new state or a completely new city and you might, you're afraid or unsure if it's going to work out because you don't know anyone. But it's such a fresh breath of air if you do take the opportunity because you're not just showing people or your family members that you're capable of doing something so great, but you're also showing yourself that you're grand and that you're willing to try anything. And that to me is so powerful. And I think that is something that we can all do. We definitely take things for granted. And I think that this experience so far has made me so much more humble that when I do go back to the United States, I might just enjoy everything like I've never had it before. 
you really don't know anything until you don't have it anymore. And I always refer back to this, but let me tell you, I have to pay almost $10 for a bag of Doritos. And yes, Dorito bags might be expensive in the US as well, but they're bigger bags. And I'm paying a, I'm paying a lot more for a smaller amount. Something so simple like that that I wish I had, right? But you adjust to it and you learn to be grateful for it and you learn to just accept. I think that sometimes we just need to accept that life is full of changes and life is just full of so many opportunities and we need to not take those things for granted. I hope that this podcast was as great as previous ones and I hope that I may have touched some light with you guys. I'm really excited to be back also. Next episode, I'm thinking of maybe sharing some ideas for you for when you start planning. Uh, now I'm getting excited for my upcoming travels. I'll be going to Chengdu in China. I'll be going to Harbin and the Chinese New Year is coming up and I'll be going to Japan for the first time. So I personally have a specific type of structure for when I plan my, my trips. So I would like to share it with you. So stick around and I hope that all of you enjoyed my episode. <laughs> I'm happy to be at 100% and I'm happy to feel inspired again. And I mostly feel inspired by all of you. If you guys have any comments, please share it on my Instagram at astoldbypao, P-A-O. It's a pleasure to be able to share with this with all of you. So thanks for listening and I'll see you next time.